Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone. The We Got Y'all crew is back again with even more of that content you love. And we're back. We're back talking about the other black girl on Hulu. Again, if you missed our first episode, I definitely suggest you go check that out. We covered episodes one and two. Today, we will be, co- uh, we will be covering episodes three and four. But of course, I can't do it by myself. Uh, I am here with someone who is definitely not starving for melanin. Uh, Asia, Asia, how are you doing? Hey, Mari, I'm doing fine. I love this show. I just have to say that. I the I I I, I recognize I have a new new level of like willpower. The fact that I did not <laughs> proceed past episode four. I. <laughs> I am thoroughly enjoying it. I cannot wait to see where it um, where it goes. And yeah. uh, we didn't talk about it in the first podcast, but both of us have not read the book. There are people out yes. there that have read the book, mm-hmm. and I have uh, some intel. So one of okay. my best friends has read the book. And she, mm-hmm. I told her, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be podcasting about the other black girls. She's like, oh, I didn't. I wasn't crazy about the book. It was it was okay. I you know I didn't like it was slow. I didn't like the ending and interesting. And she said she's a part of like a, a book group and mm-hmm. that's the sentiment with a lot of them. Like either they didn't finish the book or if they did, they like really had to push through. And so wow. then I was like, you got to watch this show because I was like, I'm four episodes in and I love it. Give it one episode at least. She watched the first episode and was like, this is so much better than the book. And wow. so I was really happy to hear that because I was like, okay, good, because I'm really enjoying it. Um, it does make me less likely to go back and read the book, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm glad that they are doing a better job 
or not even not doing a better job, but making mm-hmm. it entertaining and not just mirroring exactly what was in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very interested to see if, I don't know what the book, the ending of the book was, but I'm very yeah. interested to see if the ending of the, um, the show matches it. Yeah, exactly. It's that, that happens to me. Like, I, uh, I, the lovely bones, I wouldn't saw mm-hmm. that movie in theater because I went with somebody who said they read the book <laughs> and I watched the movie. I was like, wow, that movie was awful and I hated <laughs> everything about it and then I went back and I read like the IMDB no, no the uh, Wikipedia on it I was like oh my god it doesn't even sound like the book was that good and so mm. it was so funny when we were walking home from the theater I was like you read the book and she's like yeah I, I didn't really like it but I was like <laughs> we could have avoided all of this <laughs> I was like uh, I wanted to see what they did in the movie I was like, yeah I had the opposite experience with the the woman in the window I really uh-huh. enjoyed the book and I was looking forward to the movie. When the movie came out, I was like, okay. <laughs> it's yeah, it's really hard to do book to movie adaptations and then be good. And there, there's always so many problems. That, like the the movie that comes to mind for me that I'm like, they nailed the book was Gone Girl. Gone mm. Girl was so good. Gone Girl was so good. That book was so good. And that movie, they did a great job on that movie. That, that movie was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's good. So, well, you know, listeners, if you've read the book and you're watching the show, hit us up. Let us know. You can send emails to connect at postshowrecaps.com. Um, you can tell it to us after you give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts by searching the connect on Show recaps uh again we will be releasing he we will be releasing coverage for two episodes every monday wednesday and friday so you can catch us over here on post show on the post show recaps youtube page if you're watching the videos every monday wednesday and friday so um we'll just take a quick break and we'll get back into it Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 
All right. Episode three. Asia, you're so right. Like this, the stakes felt higher in mm-hmm. this. It, like it, the stakes just keep getting higher and higher. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we are introduced to like a new, like a new perspective. So we open at Newark, 1976. We see like a girl getting her um, her hair cornrowed. We know she's going to Boston. They promise that they won't. Um, we they promise that they won't forget each other, um, and they say they're best friends. We come to find out this is Kendra and Diana, Kendra Ray Phillips, who is the editor, um, the most the lauded editor at Wagner, who both Nella and Hazel look up to, and her friend Diana who wrote the book Burning Heart. Uh, Asia, what did you think about this flashback? Well, for one, it put the pieces together from the note from the last episode, from Mm -hmm. episode two, with like, Kenny, it doesn't have to be this way. Mm -hmm. Um, From Diana, I was like, oh, Kenny is Kendra. (laughs) Kendra Ray Phillips that we know already. So I was like, this is very interesting. I was so glad we got this perspective because I'm like, okay, now I think we're going to get a little bit about how they came to be, which Mm -hmm. will help connect the dots about where we are today. Um, I was very, I was very glad that we were introducing them in this way. Cause I, I don't, before this, I don't think I had recognized that I, or that I knew that Diana and Kendra were really or best friends, really. Best and then friend, we yeah. see the the a, a very small parallel between Colin and Vera being like she she's smoozing Colin. Obviously, they're not best friends, but they have a relationship outside of work. It seems like a, just a mm-hmm. more cordial than just like book book or editor and writer. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, good to know. So it makes you wonder if that's like they have to cultivate relationships with their mm-hmm. authors in a way. Yeah. Right. Um, like, I mean, I, mean I, I don't know what the process is of being an editor, but I would imagine you're going back and forth a lot. You got to communicate a lot because you are editing their words and I'm sure there's pushback and yeah. you want to uphold the integrity of your writing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a great point. Um Nello wakes up. She finds a manuscript in in front of her door. She finds out that like Hazel dropped it off, but it's weird because it's like an hour train ride from Nello's place to uh, Hazel's place in Harlem. So, and this was the same, or like this is the morning yeah, after Nella was morning. staring at, or not Nella, Hazel was staring at Nella and Owen kissing in the window. So I'm right. like, hold up, girl. Not only were you creeping, but you made your presence known by leaving a package. Weird. <laughs> like, what yeah. You, what's so the motive here? What What is the motive? Because, but when when Nella asked her about it in the office, um, she asked Hazel, "Oh, did you come to my my apartment? Like that has to be out of the way for you." Hazel's just like, "Oh no, it's in the neighborhood. There's a cool wine bar out there. And have you been?" And I love Nella, a good wine bar. Me, I know you do. <laughs> I literally have to go out to Houston just so you could take me to some of yes. them. Yes. I'm so I'm so jealous. There, there's only a few around here. And we've been to one, but it's just like it's just only a few. Mm-hmm. Um Manella says it's that's so much money. Um, this is where Hazel is still trying to still trying to like make up with, with Nella. And she's like, I got your the, back. The energy here from Nella was a little weird though, because 
why was she so judgmental of I mean like she was like she was more judgmental not that she went out of her way to this wine bar but that the wine bar was expensive yeah it was weird like <laughs> yeah right she's yeah, like she, she, maybe she's thinking like don't we make the same money how are you yeah. affording? <laughs> how are you Look, affording I've learned this? people come from different money mm-hmm. we can't all it's like I don't even question and and then obviously people have different priorities with money mm-hmm. so yeah, and so uh, Nella, Nella says it's like you can read it on one subway ride, uh, and and we we get a little bit of like gossiping here, right? Uh, with about Maisie, right? Yeah, Maisie is not Maisie is not in her office, and uh, Vera is like coming up to Hazel and and Nella, like oh, like what's going on, you know. Maybe not in her office. And uh, Vera says, uh, time doesn't matter when your trust fund kicks in at 16. And it's a, it's a little jab. It's a little gossip. Because, oh, what did Hazel, what did Hazel say that Maisie was doing? Oh, her. She said, she said that she was like, oh, yeah, she has a doctor's appointment every Friday. Yes. But uh, it's funny. I didn't know that the doctor made house calls to her boyfriend's apartment. Exactly. Yes, 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 yes. Like, wait, why like, do you what? know that she's at her boyfriend? How do you know where she's at? <laughs> you have five of my friends on your Put box? that on the atmosphere. And you could tell the look on Nella's face is like, girl. Right. Like, I guess it's Maisie married or something? I think or so. Because she, just... she, she said something about, well, I don't know. But it felt, it felt very. Uh, it was shady. Yeah. yeah, it was very shady. Yeah, and but you could tell Vera kind of kind of loved that like little mm-hmm. little gossip. Yeah, um, uh, Hazel wants Nella to come to a party with her. Like it's a fundraising party for like MoMA, and it's like supposed to be all these classy people there that they can kind of convince them to make books. It's a Wednesday, it's on a Wednesday night. night. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. We are no. at the age where no. during doing things during the week really take you. Like it takes energy. No way. Like if I have no plans way. on a Tuesday night, I'm like, all right. If it's not a podcast, like these right. days, it's like, okay, if it's a podcast, okay, that's that's light work. But if I have uh-huh. to get dressed to go somewhere, that's different. Jeez, I know <laughs> it's just not oh not fun. Um <laughs> Uh, Hazel says Hazel wasn't invited uh, but if you tell people you belong they'll believe you you know and okay it's one way to live life yeah Vera doesn't let Nella leave before six uh, but Maisie leaves early so they're like okay well we have to figure out a way to get Vera out and then this is where we find out that Vera and Maisie were assistants together so they're they're essentially they are what Hazel and Nella are and because of this uh it was the for them back in that day it was like only the like the the white women were fighting for their spots Mm -hmm. and they would only get books with the the titles girl in it they did mention one book called uh the girl on the train Mm -hmm. in this and that book is amazing the movie That's was okay. A movie too. Okay, I'm about to say I, yeah. I know that was a movie. Yeah. Okay. The movie was the movie was pretty good for what they could do. The book is that book is just very hard to translate 
um it's a hard the movie is a hard medium to translate it into because the a good portion of that book is just in this woman's mind you know what oh. I'm saying? like she's she's slowly she she's thinking she's slowly going crazy so it's yeah. kind of like it's kind of hard to to really do that in that medium and yeah um emily blunt was in it it was it was it was good it was it was passable it wasn't like it was pretty it was really well written to, to yeah. the book but i just think the subject matter was really hard to do and it came out around the gone girl time because that was when they were reaching for those types i of thought properties. those were the same movie yeah exactly a lot of people <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly um but we so they they kind of had their own kind of crabs in a barrel dynamic set up against them really early. And this is what happens when you're in a patriarchal society or a patriarchal culture. It's like the the two black women are fighting for one position and even the two white women are are, are fighting for the, for one position. And so uh Vera Hazel, so Hazel goes to Vera and slyly lets Vera know that Maisie is leaving early because she's trying to poach an author. And Vera's like, well, who? <laughs> Where? What? Mm-hmm. You know? And Hazel's trying to be coy and she's like, I don't want to. Okay, well, I'll tell you. And she tells her they're going to be at Le Vu or something. I don't know. At 5 p.m. And Vera said, oh, okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Hazel. You're, you're doing great. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the next thing we see is Vera saying, can you give me a reservation <laughs> at 5 yeah, for right. Le Vu? So... They so it's like the competition never ends. Exactly. Like they are still competing and and that's their dynamic. And yeah. it's just sad because again, it's there shouldn't you sh- they shouldn't have to feel like th- this way, you know? Mm-hmm. Um and so once once they once they go, you know, oh, oh, sorry, and Vera even apologizes too. Like Vera's in a good mood now that she's about yeah. to try and go um poach an, an author. <laughs> right. I was like, okay, where'd this come from? Yeah. Um uh, Hazel gives Nella a makeover before they go to this party because they don't have time to go back home. They gotta they gotta go straight to this party. She gives her a blazer. Why was, that mm-hmm. was my question. Why was Hazel so surprised that Nella didn't have a change of clothes? She's like, this is what I you all do you always pack an overnight bag <laughs> when you come to work? I'm sorry, what? Like, what are what are your intentions, ma'am? Like, I'm so confused. I that was that was weird. I mean, I guess if like maybe if like like happy hours were a thing, like you and your coworkers go to happy hours, like sometimes after work and you wanna right, might bring a change. I don't know. I don't know. That was yeah. But <laughs> She 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 really uh she did the she did the makeover guys did the some the lip color like Nella had a kind of an issue she, like she she doesn't normally wear that lip color I was like girl that is just that's just a fall burgundy that is right. like that should be in your that should be like one of the no I have that type that of should color, be a staple like four times yeah like yeah well it's because it she not. doesn't normally wear any like lip i don't even yeah, know yeah, if i true. like mm-hmm. we don't see her with even like a gloss that's true yeah. she was acting like she put fire engine red on her i was like <laughs> <laughs> and she was like i feel like you made me look like you do you feel like she besides just having on makeup I don't understand. Um, Because even Hazel fluffed out her fro (laughs) to like, and and like made it like a somewhat style rather than mm -hmm. just there. She's like, okay, we're going to 
which it ended up being. Well, did she cute. put the part in it? She kind of parted it. Yeah, a bit? yeah, girl. Yeah, that that was that was the best it looked. I thought it was cute. Yeah, it, it yeah. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. And and they'll they'll take this as a win. They are. Uh, Hazel all of a sudden starts bleeding from the scalp. What Did was you, that? So she was. So she, I I had noticed it that she, when she was looking at. So she finished Nella. Then she was looking in the mirror and she was like, she was getting herself ready, but she kept touching her hair. And I was oh. like, okay, that's weird. And then she looks at Nella and starts bleeding from her scalp. So I was like, what? Oh, what did she do that she caused? Accidentally, like scratched her, not accidentally, but she right? <laughs> yeah, accidentally. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what she did that. Like, I don't know if this show is gonna turn like supernatural or something. You know, like I don't know I'm, what direction. That's what I'm saying, like, I don't know where we're going, man. Yeah, but it's okay. Yeah. Um. Now we get a flashback again back to Cambridge, 1977, and uh, it's made clear that Kenny Kendra is at Yale, I believe, or Harvard. Sorry, Harvard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oops, sorry guys. Sorry. <laughs> that Harvard and Diana comes to visit her so they can catch up. Diana kind of wants to go out, but Kendra's like, I-, I don't know. I feel like everybody stares at me. Um, she she doesn't really like it at Harvard. And Diana's trying to tell her, well, just transfer. You don't have to do this. But Kenny, Kenny is like, I, I can't just quit. Like I you know, this is what happens when people work so out. hard, yeah, to get into these Ivy Leagues and stuff like that, and then they're not having good time, you mm-hmm. know. <sighs> yeah. Um back at the party, <laughs> uh Hazel tells the guy she got back from London and she knew uh, that he that he got back from London. What's yeah. going on at this party, Asia? Yeah. So when they arrive at the party, she's like trying to make herself like she knows what she's doing. So she's yeah. like, oh, you just got back from London. And he's like, yeah. And then Nell's like, how'd you know? She's like, that he got that hat from like, you can tell he just got that hat from London. <laughs> so that was what? her way of like, mm. <laughs> yeah, that was her way of like slyly getting into the party. Mm-hmm. Um so once they're in, the host of the party, Kate, comes up and she's like, um, hi, I'm Kate. I'm the host. Like, you know, I'm hosting this thing. So who, who are you guys? And Hazel's <laughs> like, yeah, we're just uh, we're editors from Wagner Books. And uh, <clears throat> she says that she was invited by Giselle. And then Kate's like, oh, Giselle uh, is in Greece for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, OK, like. Hazel did like this was so meticulous. Like Hazel knew exactly what she was doing exactly. by saying she was invited by somebody who wasn't there. They can't validate it. It, did- it was sociopathic, to be quite yeah. honest. It was very. <laughs> this is when I got scared. I'm like, even as a military brat, like you have to be able to fake the funk. You have to be able to kind of like meet people and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and not be shy. But I was like a little scared. <laughs> yeah, <know? laughs> it was too. It was like too good. Uh, yeah. Did Kate give you Meghan Markle vibes? Uh, you don't remember she, what she looked I like? I remember what she looked like, but I thought she was a white woman. Oh, I I, I got mixed vibes, but... Really? Maybe, I, yeah, maybe. Maybe it went over my head. I, she was blonde, maybe right? Maybe i look at her again. I don't, I don't remember her hair color. Hmm. But um, 
Hazel, Hazel basically impressed her enough to where she's like, oh, let me go introduce you to someone. Because mm-hmm. uh, she oh because she, she pointed out a piece that she had at the place. And yeah, so, um, Hazel's just that. She she does that. She's a, a schmoozer. Sh- schmoozer sh- yeah. You know what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then Nella notices another black girl at um, <laughs> the other other black girl that's at the, yeah. the party. Um, she she notices a girl at the bar named Lena. And her name is Lena Jordan. Turns out she's the producer for the podcast that Nella likes. And um, Nella's like, oh, my gosh, I DM'd him. Uh, or, uh, what's his name again? His real name? I, I'm pretty sure it's Langston Kermit. Okay. So let me just make sure. But keep going. Yeah. So she uh, she's like, yeah, I DM'd him. And she was like, well, hopefully, like, he gets a lot of DMs. She's like, oh, no, 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 no. I was saying, yeah. like, he should write a book. And so then Lena's like, oh, and she's like, yeah, I'm at Wagner. And she's like, no, Wagner's not the place for him. I know Wagner and that's that's not it. And so basically Nella's like trying to convince her like, hey, Wagner, you, you should try it. I'm mm-hmm. at Wagner. So um, I almost wanted to know what she knew. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. what's your, I mean, it could be just the lack of uh, minorities or the lack of black people at mm-hmm. the at Wagner. Maybe it's just known for that. Um, but then Nella goes outside the party. She's just sitting in the stairwell. She tries to call Hazel or no, she gets an unknown call and she's like, Hazel, yes. I'm here. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the call was like, Hazel, good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> so that was weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was like, uh, I don't know what that was. Once mm-hmm. again, Nella asks no questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't try to star 69 it. <laughs> Nella. Is that still a thing? It is, but like, okay. why she's? Why didn't she? Nella needs to be more inquisitive. Yes. Nella needs to watch more true crime or something. Because yeah, like, she needs to listen to the crime scene. Yes, <laughs> all guess. this, all of this weird stuff going on. She's like, hmm, well, <laughs> who knows? Huh, <laughs> it's fine. La la. <laughs> yeah. So Hazel ends up finding her on the stairwell. She has like these sandwiches and champagne and mm-hmm. they, she ends up sitting and they are enjoying it. And she's like, you're so moody. You're such a cancer. Um, <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so, um, you know, they, they, Nella was like, um, you know, as both up and coming editors, she thought that they would be competition with each other. Yeah. He's like, mm-hmm. no, when you shine, I shine. And something about Hazel just feels very, this is too much. Disingenuous. Too much. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like, it, I can't believe you after I saw what you did to me on the first day. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's something that she should always keep in the back of her mind. Oh. So uh, at, the, at the party, Nella walks up and introduces herself to somebody as an editor, Wagner. Then Richard, Richard Wagner walks up behind her and is like, um, hey, uh, you big fancy editor. Um, let's uh, let's talk. <laughs> let's have a chat. And so, um, so when he when they talk, he's like, "This is the ballsiest thing I've ever seen you do." Like she was nervous, mm-hmm. obviously going into it, and he's like, "This is the ballsiest thing." And so um, he's like, "So what? You know, what are you working on?" She's like, "Okay, well, actually, I think Wagner should re-release the Burning Heart with a foreword from Kendra Way Phillips or even Diana." And uh, he's like, "Kendra Way Phillips is not possible." And she's like, why? He's like, well, they found her bag and ID on a subway platform and mm-hmm. no one had ever heard from her again. But the reality is she took her own life. Then he ultimately tells her that she does remind her, remind him of Kendra. 
So I'm like, well, this is kind of a plot twist. Yeah. And so there's two things from this conversation. First off, Richard being there, did that feel like a setup to you? Like uh, Hazel knew he was going to be at that party, mm-hmm. beg Nella to come to get her in trouble with him. I, I immediately thought, I immediately thought this is a setup. When he, when he popped up, I was like, yeah. oh, Hazel set him up, set her up. See, I thought like just same crowd type of thing, but that's just me being naive. Um, <laughs> you being a Nella. <laughs> right. Exactly. Not asking enough questions. Mm-hmm. But may, maybe that's what it was. Be- like Because Hazel was nowhere to be found. Yeah. When he found Nella. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She just And then she randomly popped back up later. Very so, true. I, I, I feel like it was set up. I feel like yeah. it was set up. I feel like she was trying to get uh, Nella caught up, but it didn't work. Right. Definitely, do you believe this Kendra Ray suicide story. Do you a believe that she's actually alive? B believe it's a suicide, or C that she's not alive. She is dead, but they murdered her. Oh, I think she's alive. Okay, but I think she's in hiding for some reason. Okay, okay. What if this is a crazy conspiracy? Mm-hmm. But what if, like? They ran her off, and now she like has like she's she's mad. She wants to get revenge on Wagner Books for some reason, and like Hazel is her daughter. I was so old enough I was, for that to be the case. So that's what I was thinking that Hazel what could have been like her daughter. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that same thing too. But Hazel said she graduated Howard twenty nineteen, so that would put her around like twenty four, twenty five, mm-hmm. and. Kendra's been gone for 35 plus years. Mm-hmm. So, you know? I, it, 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 she could be. It could but it, be, yeah. yeah. Like it, she shows like, back up on the scene because she's like, trying to take down Wagner. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe something right. like that. Um, so then we get a flashback to 1985. So Kendra Roy Phillips is at work and then Diana Gordon shows up and Richard, a young Richard Ragnar walks in and mm-hmm. Diana Gordon's like, hey, you have a superstar in Kendra. And he's like, oh my gosh, awesome. We should uh, we should all meet downstairs in five for lunch. And so, of course, Kendra's yeah. like, oh, what'd you do? Why are you talking? Like, how are we having lunch? You know, she's re- so that definitely reminded me of Nella for sure. Because mm-hmm. and it's in what how Diana behaved was something more like what Hazel would do. Like, just exactly. be bold, say what you want to say, do what you want to do. Yeah. And I want to, and this is where I wanted to talk about the PWI versus HBCU thing uh, mm-hmm. a little bit more again, because Kendra went to Harvard of all places, mm-hmm. but she, but she, we're still, I'm still feeling like she's not comfortable. Like we, mm-hmm. we, before all that happened, she's like, oh, I, I can't, I can't go to lunch with you. I just don't, I don't want to be caught slacking. You know, mm-hmm. she could tell she was very nervous when, when Wagner comes in, he mentions how she doesn't even talk to him on the elevator because she's scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I know um, it can be intimidating. Yeah. And it, and it's kind of like that for uh, Nella as well. Nella was like, she could barely talk at that party where Hazel was, you know, bringing all this stuff up and, and finding a way to like slither in there and stuff like that. But Nella was just just could not respond Mm -hmm. and 
And you said that your PWI prepared you for dealing with like being a minority in the real world. Yes, because that's the reality when mm-hmm. you were out and it was like a very small version of the real world. Um, we had, it was like the black population was 4% of the student population of like mm-hmm. 50,000 people. And then you had to account for athletes who were probably 2%. <laughs> So then you have to think, okay, now we're just 2% because you got the whole football team, the volleyball team, (laughs) basketball team. So we're like, okay, if you eliminate those people, then the rest of us is like 2% of the 50,000. And we had our own little mini HBCUs. Like when you wanted to be with our people, we could be with our people. But then it was like when we go to class, when we go to these student organizations Mm -hmm. that are outside of the black community, it was like, that's what it's like for us existing especially in Texas. That's what it's like stepping out into the real world. And so, cause I always think about that. I'm like, I know it would have been really fun to go to an HBCU. Mm-hmm. But then I think back on like how the adapting I had to learn mm-hmm. with existing, especially in corporate America. Like if I did, maybe if I pursued a different route and didn't go corporate and was in a different space, maybe it wouldn't have mattered as much, but I felt like, okay, stepping into corporate America was like stepping into class. Well, and that's what people, that's what a lot of people say when they say, uh, when they talk about HBCUs and they talk mm-hmm. about, um, you know, not, they want to be able to adjust to the real world. HBCUs are, first off, you have your whole life to be in the real world where you're a minority. True. Literally yeah. your whole entire life. You can take four years to just be with your people mm-hmm. and, and have that that different experience. But also, it's still the same because Black people, we're not a monolith. You know what I'm saying? We're yeah, not a monolith. very true. So when I went to my HBCU, I met so many different Black people, different types of Black people. Like, most, like <laughs> a lot of my friends, they were from New York. That was the first time mm-hmm. I, I met New Yorkers being from Maryland, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of them. And you kind of be, and they bring their culture here. There was black Republicans. There is like, you know, black nerds. I, I I remember talking to one of my friends who was like, who he's half black, half Puerto Rican. And he never really felt comfortable with his black side mm-hmm. because he didn't grow up with that black family. So he didn't ever consider going to an HBCU because he's like, oh, some of the black people, the, the, the black people that I did know, they made fun of me. And I just felt like at an HBCU, it'd just be like that. I was like, it's the opposite. You would have met more black people like you. You would have yeah. met those more black film nerds. You would have met those black anime heads. You would have met those black band geeks. At, well, at let me ask HBCU. you this. What was your, what was the black population of your high school? For me, it was 50, 50. I, I'm a, well, I'm a military kid, right? So mm-hmm. my, the first two years of my high, high school, I was in, I went to Hawaii. I was in Hawaii. So okay. it was, Hawaii is literally like, 20% black, 20% Asian, 20% mm-hmm. 20% white. Like Hawaii is legit a melting pot. And that's where I, I spent like elementary school and then half of um, elementary school, middle school, and then half of high school in. Gotcha. So I've, I've always grown up around a very diverse group of people. Always. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to Maryland, I did my last two years in Maryland and my high school was literally 50-50. Gotcha. Half white, half black. 
See, my high school is 88% black. Mm-hmm. So it was like yeah. I had, I felt like I got that experience. Not, it's not the same by any means, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. going off to college, mm-hmm. but I got that experience of being around like my people during mm-hmm. high school. Yeah. And so then it felt like going off to college, I got not the best of birth worlds is not the, the right way to say it. I would say I got to have different experiences, especially mm-hmm. by being in like the Black Business Student Association, being in a Black um, sorority. Yeah, Black sorority. Mm-hmm. Um, and then being able to do events with other Black organizations. Mm-hmm. That really helped. And then we were close to Houston Tillerson University, which is HBCU in Austin. So we mm-hmm. got to go to their campus. It was like, we got to, okay, this is so cool. This is like just to have like, so we would do events with their um, sororities and fraternities. So it was like I got my little bits and pieces. Definitely not the full experience, but mm-hmm. it, I think it would have been different had I not been involved. You know? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You made you made it so that you were able to get in touch with other Black people around you, right? And we're talking about uh, PWI in te- like Texas, which is which is you know. Like uh uh not it's not Ivy League because mm-hmm. take what you're talking about like your two percent you said you said what you said four percent was fifty thousand people four per no forty four percent of fifty thousand people oh forty oh four percent okay yeah yeah well like imagine that school but like imagine like a Harvard or mm-hmm. yeah like can't be more than one or two percent right you know exactly. and then on top of that there I think their student population is smaller. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying, and you know they yeah. might not make as many accommodations. I don't, does Harvard have the Divine Nine? I feel like they do not, but I don't know. I'm not Let me not make sure. anything up. So it's just I I I think your experience, like you have to know who you are to, to figure out what experience you you want. You know, uh huh. Um, yeah, for me, it just everything just worked out for Howard because my they had a great program for my degree mm-hmm. it was close to my mom my mom wanted me to be close to her even though I didn't want to be close to her and <laughs> I just remember when I stepped foot on that campus the for the first time I was uh-huh. like oh my god like I felt immediately at home I yeah. felt I felt at home I felt the the curriculum the curriculum was amazing you know mm-hmm. like being taught by black teachers like I didn't realize how often I didn't have black teachers until mm-hmm. I went to college you, you still do like not all the teachers were black yeah it's impossible but I I truly realized that like in my high school it like in both of my high schools I didn't I didn't have any black teachers I don't think oh wow yeah, my Spanish teacher was black in high school. Yeah, so like, more. I I didn't I didn't realize that until like I yeah. went to HBCU. My biggest yeah, my biggest thing to people it, like when I always tell people is like, you know, the HBCU experience is not it's not for like segregation rights. It's so that you can go somewhere where you like you don't have to feel like you have to constantly put a wall up. Right, you, can you don't feel have it, to feel like an mm-hmm. other. Like an other, exactly, exactly. You don't have to feel like another. And yeah. it made me wonder. This show made me wonder, like, with like, like, 
Hazel walking in her own shoes like yeah and and just not caring it's almost like it gave her the confidence to be Mm -hmm. herself in order for her to make her like cut her path through the world type thing yeah but you know it's great and i i did find that there is so for at least for alpha kappa alpha sorority incorporated there's a chapter that is shared between mit harvard and so it's wellesley Mm -hmm. W-E-L-L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Will Leslie or something like that. Okay. Okay. Something like that. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So it's shared between those three colleges. Shared between all three of them. Right? Isn't that wild? Yeah. That's Um, wild because that means they didn't have a population. Exactly. At Howard, the the lines would be, oh my God. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. They would, there would be like, what year? There was a year where there was the like alpha chapter. Like yeah, like there was like a uh, hundred people <laughs> that, <Yeah. laughs> that crossed. Fifty yeah. people that crossed. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah. And that um, was and that was the whittled down number. Because... Right. That's yeah, that's so wild. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> so we did yeah. have the last scene of the part or of the episode three. Um, mm-hmm. they were leaving the party and uh <laughs> uh uh, Nella said, "Oh my gosh, is this what cocaine feels like?" Mm-hmm. And um, let's see. So Nella, well, no, is it? It wasn't Nella. What am uh, I'm trying to see? What because did we have a flashback? Um, I think we did. No, wait, nope, nope, nope. Uh... Well, I guess because well, so anyway, they're they're leaving the party. Oh, yeah, they're leaving the party. They're hungry. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Wondering about twenty four hour ramen, mm-hmm. and then they get in an Uber or taxi, whatever. And we cut to Richard Wagner in a car. He said, "Things mm-hmm. have changed. I need you." Weird, yo. My Hulu kept cutting off before I I could finish that scene. I don't know what was happening, but it kept cutting off in the middle of Nella and Hazel's conversation. I was like, I'm trying to see what Richard said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had to keep going back. I don't know what yeah. that was. Um, but yeah, anyway, but, yeah. Yep, yeah, that's episode three. Let's take a quick break and we'll get straight into episode four. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. So, episode four opens with uh, Nella falling in yogurt and yogurt, yoga class. And Malika, Malika is really kind of uh jealous because mm-hmm. well at first well at first she's like yes the lipstick the jewelry okay but then mm-hmm. when she finds out that hazel is the one who like is responsible Nilla, yeah Nilla, uh malika is kind of mad <laughs> she's she's like i've been trying to give you a makeover for forever i've been trying to do your eyebrows um, why like, are you, you gonna let this random girl swoop in and have all this influence? <laughs> exactly, exactly. 
Um, and Nella decides they should all hang out. They should all be all become friends. Which is never like mixing friends has always been a constant conversation. Like no. I, so I'm a I do mix friends, but I mm. know who can mix exactly. well. So I, I know agree. like okay, I'm gonna have these few from this group, this group, this group, this group. I'm having like a birthday dinner or something, mm-hmm. or um, a, a get together at my house. I'm not inviting everybody that I would from that group because I'm like, I know these people don't mix well with mixed company, you know? Mm-hmm. Nope, I completely agree. As somebody who has like multiple pockets of different <laughs> friends, yeah. never not like coworkers are that's a slippery slope for mm-hmm. me. Um, but I like I, same i'd be like oh i'm gonna invite this person and like it, it's true it's a vibe and it's not like you yeah. don't think they'll they'll like hate each other or anything like it's uh-huh. just a different vibe some people give off different vibes you know right and, and like, i think in this situation things. nella should have read the room because you've all it's 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 you've already told her too much damaging stuff exactly. to where you know malika has these this impression of her already don't yeah. they, that could, could let her continue to just be somebody you talk about to her. Yeah. Don't because you've forgiven her. Exactly. Malika is still in that place. It's just like, you know, telling a friends about an yeah. argument. You yeah. move on. Your friends still like, no. They still there. But said, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so Nella gets Malika to agree to a dinner on Saturday so she can meet Hazel. And then she still wants her to do her, do her eyebrows, which girl, I don't. Uh, well, she said she was um, traumatized. I get that. I did. Uh-huh. Uh, I did get my eyebrows waxed once the first time, and I was I was traumatized. I was like, really? Yeah, but I get them threaded now. I, threaded, I, I, okay. I, I, yeah, I, I do. I, I bounce uh, back and forth. I love threading. I only get them threaded now. Hmm. Um, but and then a person bumps into her on the street, and, and it's like really weird. yeah literally like shoulder checks her yeah of course once again nella's like huh (laughs) no i'm sorry i'm sprinting with hey what you just like that felt intentional (laughs) i'm sorry nella queen of unawareness like literally the only time that's actually happened to me like that hard kind of bump is like have you heard of like the sidewalk thing where, like, it's it's been tested and proven that um, like when like when you're walking on the sidewalk with like white people, they don't move mm-hmm. out the way. Yep. And so when I learned that, I said I'm gonna stop moving. Yep. I unconsciously move every time. So when See? I did it one time, someone just bumped into me, and then just was like, "Oh, sorry." I'm like, yeah, because you didn't move as if I wasn't. Also <laughs> you walking. didn't see me coming. <laughs> right. Yeah, that I, I I have heard of that. That's like a that's a thing, like a whole mm-hmm. study. So, yeah. Mm, so <laughs> Nella comes to the office. Uh Hazel again is also like, okay, girl, I see you. I see you. I see you. Uh she invites her to dinner with Malika and Owen. Again, she's she's she is determined to make these two friends work slash mm-hmm. you know and her boyfriend um vera asked for two copies of colin's sensitivity read and it didn't go well yeah Just shocker not shocker yeah. um vera's like you can't say crazy anymore and 
Nella says, no, nah, it's, it's ableist, at least in the way that, that he used it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is, I mean, which is true. We're trying, we're trying to evolve our language as, you know, stuff is being brought to light. You know, mm-hmm. I actively try to as well. I'm pretty sure Asia does as well. But um, yeah, and I feel like anyone who has an issue with it is there's no reason to have an issue with evolving language. Exactly. It doesn't take as much effort to not to just learn something and not say it moving forward exactly. than to just continue to use it just by to, just being ignorant, really. Very, very that. Exactly. Exactly. You acknowledge it. You move on. You make sure you don't do it again. Like, it, that's. Okay. Yeah. Like, once it's not a part of your vocabulary anymore, it's not that hard to not say things. Easy. Um, Sophie comes to get Nella for Richard. <laughs> Sophie's like, "Yeah, I was shocked too." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Oh, Richard wants you." And then Vera's like, "Okay, hold on." He's like, "No, <laughs> I want Nella." <laughs> Vera's like, Sophie, "What?" Sophie, what is- I was shocked too. Like, Sophie, we don't need your extra commentary. That's why she's so funny. If I know, if like if Sophie ends up being like a killer or something, that, is, yeah. that would be hilarious. You know what I'm saying? Like if she's like, if she is like Mother Wagner, or something, I don't know. Yeah. It's just like so. She's hilarious. Yeah. Um, Richard asked Nella how she'll feel meeting Diana Gordon, and Nella basically just starts dry heaving right then and there. She says she'll throw <laughs> up herself if she met Diana Gordon. Well, Diana Gordon is just sitting right behind her. Like she's already there. She's in the office. How unaware of you are you to just walk in a room and not feel enough? Like you don't. Well, I, we I, we pointed this out. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> she is a very. <laughs> she looked nowhere else but him when she walked in that room. Yeah, yep. Uh so interesting. So it, it feels like Richard called Diana. Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um like he he broke out the big guns. He got Diana to come. Um and Nella tell Nella uh tells Hazel and Hazel is like just trying to calm her down. <laughs> like, yeah. She's, she's like, okay, just just calm down calm down you know we, yeah. this is your chance it's, she's giving a pretty good pet pep talk here i'm gonna yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna say like this is a great pep talk <laughs> no it's like um, she smells like walking into a bath and body works <laughs> so like everything she smells like everything because <laughs> everything all together does not smell good <laughs> right but if you walk if, like it does she smell like warm vanilla sugar if so okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, and so they're in an editor's meeting, and apparently, so they're pitching book ideas to for Di- yeah, Diana Gordon. So I guess she's just because Richard just called, cold called her, like I need you. She doesn't yeah. have maybe she's not working on anything right now, right? And so now yeah. let's see what kind of book can we do for you. I'm assuming authors do this when they have like book deals. Like, you know how authors are signed like a three book deal mm-hmm. or a four book deal. And if they, I guess if they don't already have it mapped out, then yeah. they'll, they'll do this. They'll take like, it's like a brainstorming session. Mm-hmm. Was, I'm like, again, fascinating. If you're in the publishing business, like mm-hmm. send us an email because <laughs> I want to know how this all works. Cause yeah. I never thought that your publishing company would be pitching to your writer slash author what they should be writing. Mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, I thought all the creative juices came from the author. 
Right, 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 right. So very, very interesting. <laughs> they suggest a narrative-driven cookbook, which she poo-pooed because she doesn't cook. But those, it's like everybody has a Literally. cookbook with like a freaking making spaghetti when I was five. Oh my god! <laughs> I when I t- I'd be like, if you don't just get, I'm like, where is the recipe? I don't want to know <laughs> about your personal connection to this dish. That will not help me make it. Oh my god! And then it'd be the simplest thing, like, uh, <laughs> how to make an omelet. <laughs> they offer um, the another editor says, "How about romance? A Bridgerton esque romance, which is very mm. on the nose." Yes. Um, Maisie suggests revamping a classic piece of IP. Um, from the black female perspective, and this one she suggests King Lear, and she's like yeah. getting up, and she's. Th- I think she's thinking she's like getting the juices going, and everybody looks at her like, nah. Right. And then she sits back down, and down. she's like, and then she's like, it's better than a cookbook. So like, take a jab <laughs> at Vera. Exactly. Very oh, funny. we haven't we haven't said who Diana Gordon is. So she is. Fancy oh yeah, duh. From <laughs> the Jamie Foxx show. Yeah, Garcelle. Also, Garcelle. Yeah. Is, well, is her real name. Who I was mm-hmm. like, when I saw her, I was like, oh my gosh, that's fancy from the Jamie Foxx show. My boyfriend mm-hmm. was like, oh no, that's that's Garcelle. Well, not oh no, but he's like, I know her as Garcelle from <laughs> Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, no, I did. And I've seen commercials. <laughs> but... Yeah. Like I knew she was going to be in here. And I, I still, when she popped up, I was like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like. <laughs> Amazing. So good to she's see her. Amazing. I'm so glad she's back. She she was amazing in Survival of the Thickets. If you haven't seen Survival of the Thickets, no. Oh no, I haven't. It was on my list. It's on my list. It's good. And it's easy. It's another easy watch. It's really funny. It's very referential. Um, I really liked it. I personally really liked it. I heard nothing but good things. Yeah. Um, where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we... Okay, so uh, Nella stands up and <laughs> and says, well, what about we re-release Burning Heart? And Vera at first is like, thank you, Nella. That's a great idea. Like, sit down. <laughs> Girl. Oh, right, right, right. She said it like a child. Yeah, like, yes, yes, like, yes, uh-uh. yeah, Vera, yeah. She might as well like cut her off like, shh, don't you open your mouth again. <laughs> that was so hilarious. Yeah. Like, Vera's like, okay, all right. <laughs> right. And then and then but Diana says, no, 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 you know, um, let her let her speak. And she tells her plan. Um, but and Diana says, Yes, this is good, mm-hmm. but it's too painful for her. Yeah. So like, I was like, okay, so, so this is what he brought her in for. He 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 brought like I was like, okay, so this is all staged. Like uh, Richard brought Diana Gordon in there so that Diana Gordon, so she could hear from Diana Gordon's mouth herself that she did not want the book re-released. Mm-hmm. So this is the way that Nella gets off that, and then all of this, like the rest of it, like Nella being kind of wooed by by Diana. It, it, yeah, yeah. It's basically like a distraction, you know? What I'm saying? Like, right. Trying to it, distract her from it. It also makes me think. Wonder did burning heart lead to like if if Kendra Ray Phillips is dead did it mm-hmm. lead to her dying in some way right exactly like it's like I, I want to know what burning heart 
like I, w- I want to know what what was so tragic about it that it mm-hmm. caused that riff. It has to have Kendra a to connection somehow. Yeah, it's like was Kendra the writer and Diana took oh took um credit for it. You know, like I I just really really wonder. Uh, right, because they but, were working together. She was her editor mm-hmm, for, mm-hmm. and it, yeah, it could have it could have been that where because we did see. Diana was the one that initiated the actually having this relationship with Richard Ragnar when they were younger. Mm-hmm. Um, so very well could have been that. Um, yeah, it really makes you think like what what is what happened? What is the ultimate yeah. motives? All of that. Uh, again, another bathroom scene. Mm-hmm. Tell it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, N- Nella ran into Diana in the bathroom. Uh, Nella says she's sorry for pitching it because, of course. Diana said it was very painful. Mm-hmm. Um, but Diana says, it's okay. Don't ever apologize. You still had the best idea in the room. So it's like, it's giving her kudos while also shutting her down. Mm-hmm. Almost to the point where she doesn't hear the shutting down part, you know? Yeah. Um, Diana says she has a lot of potential. She just needs a little polish. I was like, okay. Like, what it is, sounded like, Hazel. what do you mean by that? <laughs> like, it sounded like it literally was mirror, it was older Hazel looking at her, mm-hmm. like, okay, look, all you have, I, I could fix you. Yeah, very interesting. Diana invites her to her house to talk shop on Saturday, uh, which is the same night as her dinner party, uh, with Hazel, Malika, and Owen. But you can tell she doesn't want to cancel that dinner party, she still goes to Diana's, and she's just a uh, a little late. Uh, do you want to talk about what happens when Nella arrives at Diana's house? Yeah. So, uh, when so Nella go yeah mm-hmm. Nella goes to Diana's house. Yes, I mm-hmm. was thinking Hazel. So Nella mm-hmm. goes to Diana's house, and Diana says that um, she's talking about Vera. Yeah. Cause she knew Vera when she was younger. Yeah. She's like, she went through this phase dressing just, she was like, cause you know, you say dress for the job you want. She wanted yeah. Richard's job. So she went through a phase of dressing like Richard. And you know who that reminded me of? Who? Elizabeth Holmes dressing like Steve Jobs. Oh, Steve Jobs. Oh <laughs> yes. God. No. Mm-hmm. So uh, Diana was like, so do you like the German Riesling? And Nella's like, yeah, he's great. <laughs> She's like, you have no idea what the German Riesling is, right? Um, bro, you and, don't know what a Riesling is, right? <laughs> but it's Nella we're talking about again, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then Nella does say, like, you know, Richard did tell me about Kendra Ray, and so then we cut to Hazel arriving at Nella's place because now Hazel is so Nella is at Diana's place while Hazel mm-hmm. is at Nella's place, and so yeah. she she arrives of course she's done she's like she uh nella told me you're you're making paella pie how do you say it paella 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 she's like nella told me you were making paella so i went to get wine that was great for paella and so um then she meets malika and malika's Mm -hmm. like oh my gosh i recognize you from the picture that y'all took at afropunk because you're staring at me because you're the picture is on Nella's desk. She's like, that's mm-hmm. not weird at all. <laughs> and so Malika basically is surprised that Hazel uh, was, wasn't was mad that Nella is at Diana Gordon's house without her. And Hazel's like, yeah, jealousy is not really my style. 
And so Malika really has this like chip on her shoulder with her at this point. Yeah. Because she knows everything she's heard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so we cut back to Diana Gordon's house. Nella is like looking around. She hears somebody. She hears someone saying her name. She's getting closer to a door. And Diana's like, hey, what's up? uh, I want to show you this. She has a photo album. Why didn't she say I heard something? <laughs> I guess be out of character. <laughs> so she's showing her this photo album of pictures of her and uh, Kendra Ray. And mm-hmm. Nella suggests to Diana Gordon, you should write a memoir. Like you have had so much that's gone on in your life. You should dry- write a memoir. And Diana's like, yeah, I'll come by Monday so we can discuss it with Richard. So Nella mm-hmm. finally arrives home. She is late at this point. Um, everybody's just entertaining each other without the neutral party there. So uh, she says that she's very excited that they're all becoming friends. They run out of wine. So Nella's like, we got to go get wine, Owen. But like, we'll leave them to be friends. This is why. Why would you do that? That was so stupid. I'm like, what is this? This is like, what is this? Right. Girl, huh? So Malika isn't buying. She she tells Hazel, I'm not buying this whole act. Just Mm -hmm. so you know. And Hazel's like, yeah, effed up for sure. But like, you know, it's fine. And Malika, she said it like it, it. And Hazel was like, but I'm not sure like why you're so bothered by this. This isn't your business. Like mm-hmm. said, look, if it involves Nella, it is my business. Mm-hmm. And so Nella and Owen arrive back. Oh, uh, uh, why? Well, right? Nope, no, no, not yet. Remember, because Hazel's like, oh, Malika, I love TLC. No, they are. Sure. Yeah. She said that when um, she said that before they left. So before, no. so, so before Nella, or yeah, before Nella and Owen left, Malika or uh, Hazel was like, "Oh my gosh, Malika, I love your TLC shirt." Right? Oh, okay. Then mm-hmm. they left. They come back, right? When okay, they came, yeah. mm-hmm. when they, um, when they were gone, when they were gone, Hazel was like, "Oh my gosh, who sings this song?" And Malika, yeah, after, like, after mm. Malika turned a t- the TLC song, on. yes, Malika was like. Yeah, it's a TLC, one of your all-time favorites. I'm like, it's like, oh, okay, now I hear it. <laughs> like what? No. What? Excuse <sighs> me. Yeah. First of all, TLC is literally one of my all-time favorites. If you want to hear more about that, you can listen to me and Chappelle's coverage on Ladies First, um, the the docu series of women in hip hop. We talked about it extensively over there. So I'm not going to profess my love for TLC <laughs> anymore on this network. But so you just never heard a TLC song. <laughs> right. That was baby, baby, baby. That wasn't a deep cut. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this wasn't a, that wasn't a silly released. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't I'm good at being bad. Yeah. Like I'm, I was shooketh. I was yeah. shooketh. When and for her to the, the recovery. Oh, now I hear it. Like it's like <laughs> muffled in, in like I was, when she did that, I was like, that girl is a serial killer. Yeah, like, Get out of there, Malika. Please. Yes. That would have sh- like sh- like just I would be afraid. Like you genuinely just afraid. to lie. Yes. So um when when Hazel and uh or when uh well, Nella. no, when Nella, Nella <laughs> Road Hazel all throughout. I right know this all part. when yeah. Nella and Owen come back, Malika's mm-hmm. like, Nella, we need to talk. <laughs> they get in the- <laughs> right away. 
<laughs> and then they get the room. She said, girl, are you blind? Yes. <laughs> yes, Mella is. We right. That and she, they are getting into this huge argument because Malika sees something clearly that Nella cannot see. And Nella gets super defensive. Like, you don't owe me. And what's funny is Hazel and Owen can hear everything. It's not, they're not in a, like, down the hallway. It's, the bedroom is right there. And so Nella tells her, maybe you should go. And Malika basically is like, okay, bet. <laughs> okay, no. like. And she, she's walking out. She's like, wait a second. Grabs Tupperware and gets some paella. She said, I waited all this time for this. <laughs> and she walks out and she's like, you don't even stir paella. <laughs> she's right. She's right. You don't stir it. You, you let it get crispy at the bottom. All right. Anyways, you're right. Keep going. Uh, so, yeah, this was, this was awful on was, Nella's mm-hmm. part. Because you don't burn a bridge with your loyal older friend for somebody right. you've known for a couple weeks if even that long who has shown to be untrustworthy right and you're uh, like mm, she's great she her that relationship means a lot to me that's wow. that shocked me when she said that in this next scene so we have nella back at the office she texts malika like on sunday hey how's it going she didn't respond on monday she's like hey how were your sunday scaries mm-hmm. malika starts texting texting and then stops and so she's not responding at the moment so nella um oh yes nella goes to malika's work and Mm -hmm. she's like all right you've had 36 hours to be mad okay um and so she was like you just don't see what i see we don't have to like the same people Mm -hmm. and malika's like look when everything falls apart with y'all i'll be here (laughs) yeah it's like well that was uh a little shady. But then she does mm-hmm. let her uh, do her uh, eyebrows. Thank She's God. like, let's go ahead and get it done. Mm-hmm. So then Nella arrives back at the office with uh, with her eyebrows done to meet with <laughs> Diana. <laughs> yes. And um, I was not used to seeing them so thin. Yeah, and I know, right? <laughs> I was like, wait, does that work? <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe they're a little too thin now. I don't know. Uh, so Nella said, Nella tells Diana Gordon, who is the author of her favorite book, hey, I'd really like to bring Hazel on this project. Diana's really surprised because she's like, you, you really? I thought you would be proud to like work on this by yourself. She's like, well, I don't want to succeed if I'm the only one. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she goes and she tells Hazel the good news. Like, hey, I want you in on this. And I'm really sorry that you had to be in on an episode of Real Housewives of, I think she said Bay Ridge. Bay Ridge, yeah. Which is funny because shout out to Real Housewives because, right. yeah, they like that. That was on purpose. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so then uh, Diana Gore is like, okay, why not? Bring her on, right? So then Hazel goes to Malika's job and she's there to get services done, but there she like Malika is working the front desk and Malika's like, hey, like just to warn you, don't come for me. It won't go well for you. And Hazel said, okay, well, that's funny because I'm the one you don't want to F with because I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. I am going to be around in Nella's life, at work, in her social life, everything. This is a threat. Like, don't come for me because I am in her life now, period. She she didn't even let the mask slip. She said right. that in the nicest tone. Mm-hmm. And then when the guy called her name for appointment, she was like, bye, girl. I was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> it's like, 
that's evil. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yes. I would never want to be around this person. Ever. Ever. So, <laughs> so, um, so then a stranger, uh, so, uh, uh Nella is on the subway. A stranger walks. The, the one that has bumped into her on the hallway, the one that stole the badge or in episode mm-hmm. like one or two, she, she's, uh, the stranger says, her name isn't Hazel. It's Eva. And so, mm-hmm. of course, people rush on. Oh, Nella can't do anything to help herself. She can't get off. Can't oh, get I can't it. work myself through the crowd. It's so hard. <laughs> like I haven't back. lived in New York for <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't get to you. You told me really important news, but I can't catch you. <laughs> uh, so then um she gets uh that that person had given her a note. It said tomorrow, 5 p.m., 742 Perry Street. Yeah. What's going and, to be there? And and that note is the the match the handwriting matches the first note, which we do know this that you like Asia said, this is the person who's like been stalking, around yeah yes. who's stalking nella so it's kind of weird it's like somebody's stalking nella i guess to warn her to about help nella Hazel. With, yeah the, her yeah. other stalker <laughs> right 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 yeah so what's gonna be there it's it's gonna be here's yeah. my guess mm-hmm. i think kendra ray phillips will be there whoa maybe i'm just hoping but that girl's not kendra ray phillips no but she, like, I think that was the girl. I think that girl was the girl whose life Hazel ruined previously. Do we? Do you know that there, wait, she ruined someone's life previously? Well, I'm thinking, it feels like there's a pattern here because remember <laughs> Hazel, was, when Hazel was like, oh, there's this other black woman at my last job. But she said she was an older black woman. Did she say older black yeah. woman? Yeah. I thought she, yeah, I, I, I don't thought remember, she did. I don't remember if she said older black woman, but I, I'm just wondering if, you know, she ruined somebody else's life. This lady clearly looks like her life's been ruined because, because <laughs> she's just wearing all black, <laughs> stalking the streets of New York. She looked like they, somebody, it looked like she like gave her like a, her own buzz cut or something. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Creeping um, around. Yeah. Nello's I, life. I think it's just going to be this girl telling there to tell um, Nella like, Hazel's past life and maybe Hazel did something and ruined this girl's life and then had to go and start a new life. Like Hazel has I start a new life every six months type <laughs> like that kind of uh vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I oh I don't know, but I'm very excited because I feel like tomorrow 5 p.m. is episode five, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm very, I'm very excited to keep watching. Yeah. I, I am I am so excited as well. Asia, tell the people what you got going on. Yeah, so y'all can follow me on all social media at Asia Like Asia. That's A-Y-S-H-A like A-S-I-A. Uh, Big Brother 25 coverage is in full effect. So you can catch mm-hmm. me there over on Rob Has a Podcast. Also, Love is Blind premieres on September 22nd. So very excited about that. I'll be covering it with my co-host, Frail Mary. We are doing a collab with Nothing But Netflix for the premiere. So um definitely go check that out uh when it drops and very excited to just cover season five of love love is blind it should be really good Uh, and anything else i'm up to i will post about it mari what about you 
Uh, same thing. You can find me on Twitter at Mari Talks Too Much. That's two, like the number two. I am also covering Big Brother for Rob Has a Podcast. So you can um, follow me on Twitter so you know what I'm covering over there. You can also uh, follow me uh, over on Crime Scene, where every Tuesday, me and my, my co host, uh, Sarah Carradine, we do True Crime Tuesdays, um, where we we're on crime scene we review true crime documentaries docuseries and we tell you if they're worth watching so if you if you like true crime and you like watching true crime this is that's the this is the podcast for you like we we're not here to really talk about the cases we're here to talk about what the documentary or the docuseries tells us about the case so you can go to robhaswebsite.com slash crime feed in order to subscribe over there of course, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the Connect on Social Recaps on Apple Podcasts. Please leave us five stars. We need that boost. Like, boost us up. Or even if you want to say a bad comment, we won't read it unless it has five stars. Um, so just, just boost us so more people can find us. Uh, make sure you're following us on YouTube, the Post Show Recaps YouTube, so you could be watching us right here, you know, every week, every other day. Um <laughs> And just, just go to the Post Show Recaps YouTube there. And we're still supporting small black businesses. So if you have a small black business you want us to support, let us know. Uh, we are still supporting Revel Wellness Co. Um, you can go to revelwellnessco.com. That's R-V-L-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S-C-O um, to get your hands on a therapeutic puzzle that uplifts women of color. This feels like the perfect podcast to plug um, them mm -hmm. off. So uh, the the slogan is "Find your peace with every piece." And if you use PSR Connect fifteen, you get fifteen percent off your purchase. So that's PSR Connect fifteen to receive uh, fifteen percent off your purchase over on Revel Wellness Co. Get go get yourself a nice uh, puzzle candle gift set there. Um, yeah. Also, finally become a patron go to our patreon um support support us over on um, psr if you like this content if you want more coverage of the other black girl the changeling rap shit um consider signing up at any level when you do you support us you get access to patient the patron disc discord you get access to like exclusive like episodes and stuff and you know if you have if you feel some type of way about what we we're talking about here you can talk about it on the psr discord with us uh so go to patreon.com slash post show recaps in order to support psr and its podcasters all right, we have a few more episodes left. Can't wait, can't wait to keep going, keep pushing. Asia, thank you for being here. Until next time, bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.